Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From high atop Boston, it's Celtics Express, where we bring you the latest in the quest for Banner 18. It's the Prince of the Parquet, the Captain of Causeway, the Governor of Green. Oh, wait, really? He quit? Okay, then. Here's your host, Jay Corwin. Oh, who me? That's me. Welcome into Celtics Express. I am your host, Jay Corwin. The excitement is real in Boston. The Celtics win their 14th straight game. Many for this one made to 13, even more legit. Celtics Express, your one-stop shop for everything you need to know about the green in 10 minutes. If you don't know, now you know. We may go a bit long this time around. Sorry, not sorry. You can find us on OTGBasketball.com, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Google Play, yada, yada, if you care. We're there. Today we'll take an in-depth look at the Celtics' comeback win Thursday night over the world champion Golden State Warriors in Boston. We'll talk to NBA writer, attorney, Boris Diaz, supporter, and all-around renaissance man, the Matt Chin. Lucky to have him, Mr. Chin. As a way of breaking down games, very pleasing to the ear. And the left side of that brain will plot the course for the Seas as they march towards a team record. 19 straight W's as well. Boston used the 19-0 run in the fourth quarter to erase a once 17-point deficit. At two points, in fact, to win Thursday night 92-88. Just 41 points for the Dubs in the second half. They're 88 points on the total, a season low. The Celtics shot just 32% in the game. Still able to take down the NBA's most potent offense. The reason, well, as simple as your high school coach told you it was, free throws and rebounding. The C's outboarding the dubs by 14, hitting 33 of 38 from the stripe compared to just 12 of 19 from Golden State. Something the Warriors had something to say about after the game. The Celtics putrid from deep in this one, but continued to be effective containing the three ball. Obviously a huge factor against the Warriors. Beyond the arc, the Warriors 10 for 32, just over 31%. The Celtics 7 of 32. That's good for under 22% clip from deep. Late in the game, we saw lots of floor time for Boston's youth, including Jason Tatum, Shemi Ojale, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, Tiro, Tito, whatever you like. Personnel-wise, the story had to be Jalen Brown putting up a team-high 22 for the now 14-2 Celtics. Brown's best friend from high school in Marietta, Georgia, that's Wheeler High, Trevin Steed, passed away Wednesday night. Brown called Coach Stevens saying he didn't want to hold the team back with his lack of focus. He wasn't sure if he should play. Then Steed's mother called Brown and got him ready to go. After talking to his mom and his family, they inspired me to come out and play because I was... I wasn't in any shape to come out. I didn't want to leave my room. But uh, they inspired me to come out and play, and, and I came out and played in the spirit. 
Kyrie Irving gave the game ball to Brown, saying this one is for Trevin. Still unconfirmed how Steed died, and Brown saying they're still figuring that out. Irving's two free throws put Boston ahead less than 10 seconds left. Jason Tatum then iced it with two more free throws to clinch the W. Irving 11 of 16 points in that fourth quarter. His second games and suffering that facial fracture, wearing that mask. He took it off in the second quarter and left it off for the rest of the game. Al Horford putting up a double-double in consecutive games for the second time this season. He didn't do that once at all last season. He finishes with 18 points and 11 boards, plus 16 in that plus-minus. Marcus Smart terrible from the field, 0 for 7. Just one point, but coming up huge on the defensive end time and time again. He was plus 15 in the game. For the Golden State Warriors, Kevin Durant led the way with 24 points. He's a minus 6 on the night, the best plus-minus for the Dubs. Surprisingly, Zaza Pachulia at plus 16. Steph Curry held to just 9 points on 3 of 14, shooting 2 for 9 from deep. That marks the first time he was held a single digit since last December, just the third time in the past three seasons. He is coming off a leg injury, missed that last game. Also, the Warriors' second bus was late to the arena in Boston. Didn't get there until about 6.45. That included Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. Curry on possibly seeing the Celtics in the spring. Very, very likely, right? They're, they're the... They're playing the best right now in the East, and uh, obviously until they beat Cleveland, uh, who's done it three years in a row. Uh, we'll see, but I heard the weather's great here in June, so we'll see. We bring in the Mad Chin to discuss the game. Matt, what are your initial thoughts? Unbelievable game. You have to be really impressed with uh, the Celtics' resolve. Down 17 points, both in the second quarter and in the third quarter. Uh, the Warriors just typically do not let teams back, so you have to be really impressed with the way that the Celtics came back, their ability to adjust on a night where Kyrie Irving really had nothing going. He was 4 for 16 on the night. Celtics shot 32.9% overall, just an incredible defensive effort from them, and uh, they got a little bit of luck with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry combining for 8 for 32. Uh, that's just an extraordinary shooting outlier from those guys. Uh, this young Celtics team just claws away on the defensive end, and that makes everything go for them. This game was luck. This game was, it seems like about three or four games in a row now, they've been very lucky, huh, Matt? Yeah, yeah, and I think it's really good um, developmental-wise for their younger players to have some of these closer games to grit out uh, some defensive-oriented wins. Some of your star players aren't really having the best offensive nights. It's nice to see the Celtics win in a multitude of different ways. Uh, and I think you saw that last night against uh, the number one team, uh, our number one offensive team in the NBA, holding them to under 90 points is an incredible accomplishment. Yeah, that, that was, that's been the big thing is just the way they've won games in different fashions. So what was your key going into the matchup, and then how did it play out? I really wanted to see how the Celtics' wings matched up with Kevin Durant. I thought, um, you know, the Celtics have done pretty well against the Warriors matching up the last couple of years, but Durant is someone who's always given them uh, a hard time, and I was curious to see how some of the younger wings, your Jason Tatum's, Sammy Ogilvy's, matched up with him, and I think Durant obviously had a pretty good game with 24 points, uh, but I think the Celtics did a good job throwing different looks at him. But the turning point was really when Jalen Brown was able to get up uh, on Kevin Durant and bother him. Uh, this was Jalen Brown's defensive coming out party, uh, two blocks, two steals, and I think his defensive pressure on Kevin Durant in the third quarter and then late in the fourth quarter uh, in clutch time was something that really sparked plug the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, and that pressure can be cumulative, right? Like, so, you know, if you know a guy's hounding you all night, you're tending like that last 
that last shot we saw from Durant on the baseline, he knew he had to get rid of it quick with the long arm in his face. And, you know, maybe that affects a shot that not necessarily isn't, you know, touch. You don't get a piece of that ball, but could affect it. And I, I think that's a great point. The length really is something that stands out now. And the Celtics don't have to give up athleticism, say, last year to get Amir or Kelly out there. They kind of had to give up some of that athleticism. Uh, now I think they can kind of have both on the court. That really showed. So what was the final turning point? And there was, uh, there was several. You know, it kind of felt like midway through the third quarter, the Celtics came out in the second half and were just disgusting to watch and then um, kind of got back into it with that huge 19 nothing run. So I guess, was that the obvious turning point or was there something else that you keyed on? You hit it right on the head, Jay. It's the 19-0 run in the third quarter. Uh, the Warriors were the number one team in efficiency in the third quarter coming out of halftime. They jumped out to another 17-point lead um, coming out in the beginning of the third quarter, and you thought that was probably the nail in the coffin for the Celtics against this veteran team uh, from Golden State. But the 19-0 run, which was, as I said, spark plug by Jalen Brown's tremendous energy in the third quarter. Um, you know, Even Kevin Durant said that Jalen Brown was the best player on the floor all night. Uh, Boston really dug their heels in defensively in the third quarter, and that uh, really uh, created a bunch of opportunities in transition, uh, a bunch of easy transition threes for them, and that's what really kept them in the game. Yeah, we know Brown playing with a heavy heart, so really cool to see him have such a strong game. So moving forward, Matt, what does this game mean? Does it mean anything? Yeah, I think it shows that the Boston defense is for real. I think one of the questions that we've had is can they really sustain this defensive efficiency, the number one defense in the league. Um, and Golden State doesn't really get hyped up for many regular season games, but you could tell that uh, all their players are really into it last night, nationally televised game. Uh, they want to prove who is the best team still in the NBA, but the Celtics' positional versatility just gave the Warriors a little bit too much trouble on the defensive end. Uh, and I think their length and their athleticism has really shown up on the defensive end, and it's nice to see that they can win games um, in these kinds of fashions, these low, kind of low-scoring, kind of gritty games, which is amazing considering uh, that they lost Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder, who are universally considered to be you know, top-tier defenders in the NBA. I mean, we've seen this before, right? The Celtics beat the Warriors, but in the past, it's kind of been really role players like Linick or Evan Turner, Sullinger. They've stepped up, so I think it is uh, a good, a good, uh, a good thing for the Celtics that one of their primetime guys stepped up and brought them to the lead. And of course, uh, Kyrie Irving was was clutch late as well. So I'll leave you with this, Matt. We saw Gordon Hayward on the sideline at the Garden, his first time back to TD Garden since that horrific injury five minutes into his Celtics career. So, uh, did the Celtics trade Hayward at this point? I mean, oh, I wouldn't say that. I think he's here <laughs> for the long haul. I think he's going to fit seamlessly. He's just going to be another added piece, and uh, whether that means you're going to pad the bench step by moving Jason Tatum there, we're, we're still far out from that. But it's amazing to see what this team and kind of project what this team could be uh, three, four years down the road. Uh, Celtics fans have to be impressed with what they've seen so far from their team. It's Matt Chin, at Matt Chin NBA on Twitter. Matt, we really appreciate you taking some time. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jay. Let's do it again soon. We take a look ahead now as the Celtics head towards Thanksgiving with a three-game road trip tomorrow in the ATL, going for win number 15 in a row. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but we'll do it anyway. Monday, they're in Dallas. Wednesday before Thanksgiving in Miami. Friday, November 24th, Orlando comes to TD Garden. Saturday, November 25th at Indiana. That would be win number 19. Monday, the 27th, 
against Detroit. That would be number 20 at TD Garden. For our producer, Teddy Tuhat, today's guest, Matt Chin, and our legions of fans, find us on otgbasketball.com and at Celtics Express on Twitter. Until next time, I'm Jay Corwin. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.